Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail Crock. I'm the Executive Director of Spiritual Care Consultants, and I am glad that you've taken the time to join me. It's just you and me talking about hearing God's voice. This is a great subject to talk about. The Bible's full of ways we can know we have heard from God, and yet it's probably one of the hardest things to discern when you feel that you've heard things from God, how to, what to do with it, how to act on it, and how to walk in it successfully. So what I have found that hearing God's voice is really critical for everything that I do on a day-to-day basis. You know, John 10, 27, Jesus said, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So if you're a Christian, you're his sheep. We can hear the voice of God. It's important that we take the time to fine-tune our hearing. One of the things that I like to do in my devotional time with God, I'll have a journal and I'll say, Lord, what would you like to say to me? And then whatever comes to me, I just write it down. I might say, my son, I would say, and then I, would, I will write down whatever, uh, whatever the Lord is saying to me. And it's got to line up with edification, exhortation, and comfort. It has to line up with God's word. And I just write down what I hear God saying. And then after we've heard God's voice, it's also key to pray for discernment. You know, there's really three voices you can hear. There's your own voice, there's Satan's voice, and then there's the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit still speaks today. And the probably the most critical thing when you feel like you have heard from God is timing. You know, uh, I was down in Pensacola, Florida one time. Uh, I was going to the Pensacola Revival. And I was in the ocean. I like to try to do a little bit of body surfing. And when a wave is coming, the most important thing with a wave is timing. If you jump in the wave just at the right time, the inertia of that wave will carry you all the way to the shore. But if you jump in ahead of the wave, the wave will cover you up and bury you. If you jump too late, you'll you'll lose all the uh, motion and all the energy that that wave has. And so when God speaks to us, it's good to know, God, what is your timing? You know, when God says, I want you soon to do this or soon to do that, soon to God is different than soon to us. So when you hear God say soon or you think he's going to do it right away, you ought to take time to press in and tarry with the Lord and pray and ask God, what is your timing? What are you trying to say to me? When do you want me to move? It's also good to seek wise counsel because if you're going to make a big move, let's say you're moving from your secular job into the ministry, there's a timing in all that. If you jump in too soon, you could really hurt yourself and your family. Or if you're going to make a move, you feel like God wants you to go on the mission field. It's always good to know, God, what is your timing? How do you want me to do this? Because God wants you to do it successfully. Maybe you feel God moving you from one job to another job, one position to another position. God, what do you? how do you want me to do it? Where do you want me to go? What's your timing in all of this? If you're married, it's always good to seek that out with your spouse and get your spouse's timing. So timing is every, everything. So there's eight different ways I've wrote down that God speaks today. One is in a still small voice. This is for me the most often the way he speaks in a still small voice. 
In 1 Kings 19.12, you have the story of Elijah on the mountain, and there's the earthquake, there's the fire, there's the rock splitting and the lightning, and God's voice wasn't in any of it. It was in the still, small voice of the wind. It was in the whisper of the wind. So many times God's voice is so quiet, it would be very easy for me just not to listen to it because it's so soft. So I have to be listening on a daily basis because you know God sometimes will speak to me driving down the road in my car. He'll speak to me in very unexpected times. That's one of the ways that shows me that, hey, this is the Lord. I did not expect that. Also, he speaks to me by peace. Colossians 3.15 says that we are to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts since we are members of one body to which you are called to peace and be thankful. So if you don't have peace, you don't move. Peace is a factor because you might be jumping too soon or there might be something you're not seeing and the Lord isn't giving you the peace yet. So before you do anything, you got to have God's peace. Also, God speaks to me primarily through his word. John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So God speaks to me through his word. When I'm reading my, my word, you know, I read the word. I try to read it each and every day. Why? Because I want God to speak to me. Then he speaks to me through circumstances many times. Things that happen to me in Acts chapter 9, 1 through 5. You have Saul uh, going on the road to Damascus to get more letters to bring in more Christians to persecute them. And when he's on the road to Damascus, he has a circumstance and a bright light shines from heaven and knocks him off his horse or whatever he was riding. And he hears a voice say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And so he had an experience with the Lord. His circumstance is a bright light show from heaven, knock him off his donkey. So there are many circumstances that happen to us in life. And many times, if you're listening to the Lord, God will speak to you through the circumstance. Number five, he can speak to us through other people. In the case of Saul in Acts chapter 9, verse 17 through 18, God spoke to a man named Ananias. And he said, the Lord said, Ananias, there's a brother Saul, he's over at this address at this house I want you to go there I want you to lay hands on him and he's going to receive his sight and if I'd have been Ananias I'd have said Lord uh, are you sure uh, you know who that is right he's been killing Christians he's a bad dude and you know and the Lord spoke to Ananias and Ananias went to Saul's house and he said brother Saul the Lord showed me you in a vision and I have come to lay hands on you that you might receive your sight. And this Saul gets drastically saved and his name goes from Saul and it goes to Paul. Also, he speaks to us through dreams and visions. In Acts chapter 9 verse 10, uh, Ananias, the Lord called to him in a vision and told him what he wanted him to do. And dreams and visions are something we need wisdom about because when God gives you a dream and he gives you a vision, you need to find somebody who is really mature in Christ, who understands dreams and visions and can help guide you in what the dream and the vision might mean for your life. And so there was a man named Daniel 
uh, in in the book of Daniel in the Old Testament, and God often spoke to him in dreams and visions, but he had the ability to interpret dreams and visions, and he said always that the interpretation belongs to the Lord. So when you have a dream and you have a vision, it's not always crystal clear what it means. So once again, you need to seek the Lord and say, Lord, what are you saying? Lord, I need your wisdom on this, and maybe get other people's advice and wise counsel. Also, God speaks through us, number seven, through the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 13, it was the Lord uh, who said, set apart for me Saul and, I mean, Paul and Barnabas to the work I've called them. In Acts chapter 13, it says, there's a phrase, the Holy Spirit said. And so the Holy Spirit still speaks today. And then God can speak through the audible voice, his audible voice. Now, Saul heard the voice of Jesus audibly and very clearly when he was struck off the donkey. I'm going to tell you, I've not ever had hardly ever the experience with the audible voice of God. More than not, it was the still, small voice of the Lord speaking to me in my heart. I want to give you 12 keys that um, can help you know if you've heard from God. Number one. Does what you hear line up with God's word? If it doesn't, if it does not line up with God's word, throw it out. Number two, do you have peace? Number three, do you have the witness of the Spirit? Romans eighteen, Romans eight sixteen. Number four, have you sought wise counsel? Number five, don't move quickly. Number six. Have you had any confirmations? Has God confirmed to you through his word or through other people what he's saying to your heart? Number seven, take more time to wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40, 31. They, though that, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They shall rise up on wings as eagles. They shall walk and not grow weary, run and not faint. Number eight, if it's God, you don't have to push the door open. Remember, Satan pushes, God leads. Number nine, take a baby step of faith to see if the door will open. Number 10, you might feel overwhelmed at first. I don't know if I can do this. Now, that's pretty common. Remember, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Number 11, we have all made mistakes when thinking we've heard from God and then we missed it. That's, that's common in everybody's life. Anyone who's ever walked with the Lord will tell you that they have made mistakes. If they say they never made mistakes, they're flat out lying. Number 12, find a good church you can attend and learn more about how to hear God's voice better. It's so important when it comes to hearing the voice of God that we are around godly people who can give us counsel, who can guide us, and who can direct us. So I don't know what decisions you have to make. Maybe, maybe you're like seeking the Lord and you're saying, I got this decision I have to make up ahead and I don't know what to do. I could really, really, really use a good word from Jesus right now. So I want to pray for you that you would be able to seek the, the Lord and that you would be able to hear his voice so that you know what he wants you to do. And I also want to pray that you would know God's timing, when to move, how to move, and how to do it the right way. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice today. Lord, there are people that are seeking you. 
They have to make a decision. They, they're seeking you for guidance. They really need to hear your voice. Lord, I pray that you would help them to get into a quiet place. And as they seek you, Lord, I pray that they would even hear the whisper, just the gentle whisper from your voice, Lord, that they could hear it, Lord. I also pray for timing. God, when they know what you want, Lord, would you reveal the when, the where, and the how? Would you reveal your timing to them so they know how to move and how to do it successfully? In the name of Jesus, amen. Hey, I thank you for joining me today on hearing God's voice. Man, I'm telling you, I love hearing Jesus' voice. And sometimes there are seasons when I don't hear his voice for a while. And that's when we walk by faith and not by sight. Somebody once said, if you don't know what he wants you to do, do the last thing he told you. And so that's kind of how I operate. So I thank God that you've joined me. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. My email is gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultants.com. Please uh, like us on Pandora, Google, Spotify, Amazon. We're on Apple. We're on all these different podcast channels and and visit our website www.spiritualcareconsultants.com so that's www.spiritualcareconsultants.com god bless you and may you have a great day and remember if you take time you can hear the voice of god because jesus said my sheep know my voice god bless you and have a great day This podcast is brought to you by Tharnapple Flooring and Furniture, where beautiful homes begin.